morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, September 23rd, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bulger. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're excited to jump into our discussion, but before we do that, let us begin with a prayer from Erasmus. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the sun that always rises, but never sets. You are the source of all food, material and spiritual nourishing us in both body and soul. You are the light that dispels the clouds of error and doubt and goes before me every hour of the day, guiding my thoughts and my actions. May I walk in your light, be nourished by your food, and sustained by your mercy, warmed by your love. Amen. Amen. Our scripture comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 16, verses 13 through 20. Please listen for a word from God. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah, and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Brett, for our fun question, and I think this is an oxymoron because it's going to be about exercise, but what is your favorite way to get exercise? Yeah, I think my favorite, you know, obviously the correct answer is there is, as you said, no fun way to exercise, (laughs) but... My favorite way to exercise would definitely be like a speed walk hike mm-hmm. uh, with an audio book on nice. up, up the mountain. How about you? Um, so I go to an exercise class that I like, and what I like about it is how I feel when I'm done. Hmm. I mean, literally. The, uh, the, the hour I'm there feels like torture, but the minute it's done, I have this kind of long-lasting uh, I, you know, endorphins, this yeah. really good feeling afterwards. Yeah. But, um, I don't know what that is. I used to run a lot and I would tell everyone like, no matter how far I was running, if I was running eight miles, half the distance, I'd have to get halfway in before I even enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Like four miles in before I was like, okay, this is doable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got this passage from Jesus. Um, and this is, Right? the most One of the most important questions we can answer for ourselves. And it affects everything about us, how we worship, how we live our lives. And the question is, who do we say that Jesus is? So, Brett, who do you say Jesus is? I like that we paired this scripture with um, 
with what we're talking about, what what you preached on on Sunday of of Jesus being the one who releases us from the chains and the bonds that we are maybe put in by extraneous uh, situations, but also by ourselves, by our own sin, mm-hmm. by our own pain, by our own uh, past traumas. Um, you know, I think there is a lot of self-empowerment in the world, and I think that that's really great. Uh, but I think if we only focus on ourselves, freeing ourselves, then we'll be sorely disappointed about where we end up, about the uh, cuffs and the chains that still cling on to us when that happens. What about you? I would say that Jesus is the living embodiment of a loving God Mm -hmm. who accepts us where we are and yet calls us to be more. Hmm. Um, That's a fine line for me that that I am accepted, in the words of Paul Dillick. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only am I accepted, but I think Christ also says, I love you enough that I'm not going to leave you there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call you into something more. Mm-hmm. And that something more is always about helping others. Mm-hmm. So that's my, my quick answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those where you could answer in a sentence or you could answer in a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think both are sufficient in, in trying and the different points and where we're at. Of sometimes, you know, all I can cling to is the fact that Christ is grace, and that's yeah. all I can muster up for the day. Yeah. Um, and, and boy, isn't that enough? And boy, isn't that enough? Isn't that enough? I like this passage too because it reminds me if we serve a God who is um, constantly freeing people that I also have an obligation to free people and to not bind them. Mm -hmm. I think that's what, you know, there will come a time where, you know, Christ will come again and the church and the world will be made right. Until then, Christ calls us to be the church. Mm -hmm. And he says here, right, um, whatever you bind on earth is going to be bound in heaven. You're making the kingdom. Don't bind people. Mm -hmm. Set them free over and over again. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's, I mean, well, it is. It's Peter's marching orders, to be sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's its definitely, our. I think, our natural inclination um, to cling and to grasp and to dig our nails in, uh, in, in our own fear and anxiousness and insecurity of um, that someone, either we're looking for the love of Christ in someone else um, or we're hoping... Um, to bring down a person to where we're at to justify where where we're standing on that day. Um, but as you said, uh, the call of Christ and the, and the call of grace and the call of love is not to bind those people to you in your life, uh, but to help them experience the freedom that comes in Christ. Yeah, and the church sometimes can really bind people, right? Give mm-hmm. you an idea of how you're supposed to be. I think that I know that I wasn't a Christian for a long time because I felt you had to be perfect to be a Christian. Yeah. There's something wrong with the way we're doing church if mm-hmm. that's what we portray. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, my experience of being a Christian is that I am loved and forgiven, and I am so grateful for that, mm-hmm. that I live my life in a different way. Um, and I think that's what Jesus is calling us to do, to be about loosing people, um, as it is written here, instead of binding them. Yeah, we, we've talked about this a little bit of, of when kind of our own cultural moral piety uh, does not 
I think that there can be freedom in that, uh, but mm-hmm. when it comes to the point of uh, doing nothing but hurting uh, and and chaining up both others and yourself, yep. uh, then you do a I think a great disservice uh, to the kingdom of God. Absolutely. Our quote today comes from author Virginia Woolf. Lock up your libraries if you like, but there is no gate, no lock, no bolt that you can set upon the freedom of my mind. Mm. Thank you all for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you know when new episodes come out. Now, may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Amen.